Woo. from parts of New England. That's true. Different parts. Where it's supposed to be 145 degrees tomorrow in Hartford. Seriously. <laughs> I've been checking the weather obsessively. Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, it's been climbing. It looks uncomfortable the next two days. That's all I'm going to say. It's the ESG Industries only weekly woke data podcast featuring Jesse the Money Whisperer and Ari the Data Queen. Yay! <laughs> I like how they're cheering for themselves. In today's eggy sugar gumdrop called April 12th, 2023, The Good Game! Good Game! And a word from our sponsor. Our show today is being sponsored by S-Gage, your ESG data solutions provider. Thanks, S-Gage. Yeah, you should thank them, Ari, because you use their data daily. I do. Daily. I do. <laughs> so that was a sincere thing. The good game for April 12, 2023. Here's how the good game works. I, God, I went through like 1,500 headlines from today until our last good game, which is March 23rd. And I tried to pick out headlines that made me feel good. And it was a struggle. I don't know what's going oh, on in the tell world. tell me about it. Well, you had a lot. I was actually like, oh, he did. I thought it was eas more easeful for you this week. But you know math better than I do. S CPA, Jesse, the money whisperer. This is 1%, right? 1% of the headlines. Yes. And this was even yes, a struggle. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. So I picked 15 headlines wow, that wow. kind of made me feel good. And I'm going to have our esteemed experts tell me on a scale from one to 10 if they're actually good enough or not. That's how the game works. You ready? Ready. In no particular order. First headline. Low emissions sources are set to cover almost all the growth in global electricity demand in the next three years. That's a mouthful, but do you get where that's going? Yeah, I get where that's going. All right, son, you go. It sounds like you're ready for this. This story. is so. This is sad. Wait, what? Why do you, Why do you think this Wait, is sad? Wait, I want to hear this, Ari. Because they're set to cover almost all the growth. <laughs> Just okay. the growth, right? It is. Yeah. And well, it almost covers. Amount. It means that we are like our growth is. We can't keep up with our growth. To be you know, fair, our if, renewable, yeah. our renewable, our low—not even renewables, right? Because they're also using um, nuclear. Exactly. Low. <laughs> nuclear. Well, it's low emissions, though. Low right, emissions. Right, 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 right. I'm all, I'm all for it, but it's not even renewables, and they can't even keep up with uh, the growth year to year. So I don't know. Well, why did I see this as good? I, this this does not imply that low emission sources won't be covering the non-new demand, right? I mean, if they can't cover all the new demand, Wait, maybe how, you're right. Like, I don't. Well, the new demand what's is going it, on? is coming from a variety of parts in the world. A lot of it coming from India, I believe, and China. Mm -hmm. So maybe there just aren't low emission sources to handle the growth in every region. So you might be reading into this incorrectly, I hope, because you're making me feel depressed already. <laughs> I liked Sorry. this one. Jesse liked it. Yeah, I wanted to give this one a 10. <laughs> Did Ari talk you down? No, I'm going to, no, I'll stick with the 10. Wow. I, I think it's promising and okay. um, I, I'm a little cautious. I mean, I should really give it a nine because I'm a little right. bit cautious because <laughs> the growth <laughs> is based on the down. past couple years and they noted that there wasn't as much growth because of COVID restrictions. So mm -hmm. 
if growth is actually a lot more because it was like two to three percent but if it's actually like four or five then it's going to cover even less so we'll go with a nine but i i like this it's promising i blame ari's electric car Ari, what's your vote i'm gonna go with a six because it's still on the positive side how about this I i think it's about to happen maybe it's already happened but india is about to overtake china with the world's biggest population oh it's already happened incredible huh yep i never thought i would see that bunch of breeders everywhere next head india doesn't really have restrictions on like how many children on anything (laughs) like china has in the past they're probably like heck yeah let's do this let's be the next china next headline i'm calling electric vehicle madness i have a bunch of headlines i squashed together so you guys can put a score on all of them combined here we go i have four headlines here New Biden administration pollution rules would require almost 10 times as many EV sales in 2030 as today. The White House will require at least 54% all new vehicles to be electric by 2030. 75% of vehicles in the U.S. could be electric by 2050. And California to require half of all heavy trucks sold by 2035 to be electric. Hmm. Wow. Big push here. I... Uh, Ari, I'm so conflicted by this. You're our EV queen, Ari. Ari, Ari's I, done all the research. Yeah, and yeah, whenever it says that the White House is going to do something, okay, are they actually, you know, like what happened to student debt? The, ho- the White House was supposed to cancel student debt. And True. The Republicans are fighting it. So you're worried that the right, Republicans the will Republicans be an obstacle? Are gonna, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like companies are going to sue. So, uh, oh man, yeah, I don't know how to feel about this. I do know that the administration is actually spending a lot of money in infrastructure mm-hmm. to try to keep up with these lofty goals. So I think that's good. But infrastructure, yeah. you mean like charging stations and stuff? Charging stations, also um, manufacturing, manufacturing facilities. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that was my, my concern is like, it's not if you want 50% two-thirds of cars to be electric they're not accessible for two-thirds of people yet so there needs to be increased incentives and again i don't believe that you're gonna get legislation passed for increase and in fact i think one of the articles said they're actually decreasing the 7500 new ev incentive Mm -hmm. they're making it harder to actually uh qualify for that so i don't know i i like the tenacity of this but i'm gonna give it a six because again i'm not sure it's actually going i'm gonna give it a six too wow ari on the six train today (laughs) yeah that's not boating well usually ari's a lot higher next headline this is a bit of a cynical one, but I had to pick it because there are so many headlines about this conversation that Elon Musk had with BB- the BBC. Here's the headline. Elon Musk tells BBC that owning Twitter has been quite painful. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I know, again, this is this makes I me love f- this. One. You do it. This makes me feel good in a in a in an icky way. But the rise in hate, the rise in anti-Semitism, the rise in r- racist rhetoric, all those things also happening at Twitter since he took over. So I did feel a little oddly good about him saying this. Hey, this is a game of headlines. And in mm-hmm. the headline, he doesn't say who it's been painful for. And it's been painful for all of Everybody, us. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> Not to mention the 80% of Twitter that he fired already. Right. <laughs> 
and it's been painful for all the people that are getting extra bullied now because oh. Twitter's a bigger yeah. hellhole than it was before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is this is great. This makes him look ridiculous. I'm gonna give this an eight. Ooh, Jesse. Yeah, I, I I mean he's an idiot and good. I'm glad that he feels pain from this because it was a dumb decision <laughs> and he shouldn't have done it. And yeah, I'll give this one whatever. I'm just gonna give this one a ten. I appreciate you calling him an idiot, Jesse, but I wish that was all he was. I know. Well, and that's that's an the idiot crazy with power too, is, is, is like scary. I watched a little bit of the um interview they put like clips together and he does seem somber and i'm like how much acting did he have to do but like how much prep did he have to do to get himself to a place where he wasn't being arrogant like that didn't seem like his natural self it seemed like he was putting an act on because he's a narcissist and can do that i I did see a headline that he's been sleeping on the seventh floor library or something they asked him he said yes there's a library no one goes to I would actually be surprised if he's acting, Jesse. I mean, I I know that he revealed on Saturday Night Live, what was it, a year or two ago, that he has Asperger's, and mm-hmm. I I don't I just don't he doesn't strike me as somebody who would pretend. He doesn't really. I think he just leans on yeah, his I've, personality I've that way. I think he just is this idiotic personality that we've all grown to hate. I mean, he's gotten a lot of negative press against him, and he did say during the interview that. It's been hard, although he says it's okay because it means that free speech still exists, which I I don't really quite understand because the free speech absolutists are always the ones who need to be racist and anti-Semitic, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't I don't know what that has to do with free speech. I, I don't. If Twitter didn't exist, free speech would still exist in this country, at least. Right. To an extent. Uh, okay, it's exhausting. He, he like, also Twitter s- does not equal free speech. This Mm-mm. is so annoying. He also did a, a normal, typical Elon Muskism talking about the Twitter headquarters in San Francisco, suggesting that one of the empty buildings he would turn into a homeless shelter, but his landlord won't let him. But I, I hate nothing more than hearing billionaires mock the issue by teasing what they could do, but regulations won't allow them to do. As we all know, uh-huh. Elon has Musk has the money to eradicate the homeless problem, by, mm-hmm. or at least reduce it by 90% in San Francisco. He could do it almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate that kind of hey, empty gesture. Hey, don't call him a billionaire. How dare you? Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. I'm getting a little bit too heated. Here's one for Ari. Chipotle launches all-electric, 100% renewable energy-powered restaurants. Before you get too excited, Ari, there's yep. only a few of them oh. out, of, out of thousands. Where? All in Texas? Unfortunately, I don't know why Florida gets one. Uh, oh, like after it's every, sunny. Okay, but still, it's sunny in a lot of places. It's sunny in New Mexico. Florida has one, Virginia has one, and there's a third planned in Colorado. That one makes more sense, Colorado. Um, so I actually did look at this article briefly, mm-hmm. and it says that they're going to install solar panels, which is cool, and they're going to update the way like their heat, their heat pumps, all their heating systems and cooking systems. So I think it's really cool, too. However, big caveat, they're also going to buy energy credits. Yeah, so I saw how that. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. that kind of puts a... Ooh, I don't damper. Know. They're trying, so I'm gonna give them a seven. Ooh, I'm going less on this. I want to give them that? a four because Ooh. of this quote at the end by Ooh. their chief corporate affairs officer, Lori mm-hmm. Shalau. 
With our aggressive development goal in North America, we hold ourselves accountable to reduce the environmental impact of our restaurants. We are aiming to incorporate some elements of our responsible restaurant design into many of our new restaurant <laughs> openings going forward. And this yeah. is this is what they plan for expansion. They currently have 3,187 restaurants and they want 7,000 locations. Oh. So if they're just like Whoa. picking and choosing tiny elements to right. put in, Aww. I'm not very hopeful. That's so sad. I'm giving it a four. It's a weird one, right? Is this just like a bizarre corporate greenwash moment? Why develop these so. concept models? Why... Why tease people with these concept models at all? I wonder if Kimball yeah. was like, hey, let's do this thing, and then we can purchase Tesla batteries because he sits on the board of Ooh, I like Kimball this. Right. See, I like Ari always thinking about the data. I like it. Okay, moving on. Startup Allotrope, I believe that's how you pronounce that, raises $7 million to make batteries from trees. <laughs> This one's for you, Ari. I, I know you love batteries. <laughs> I, the battery queen over here. Oh, man. Uh, tell went, us about this, this one. over my head. I didn't even. <laughs> I, could, I, I tried to read, read it. it, too. I mean, I don't think they gave too many details, but I was like, I still don't get it. But I uh, do understand that it reduces their reliance on lithium ion batteries and nickel and other uh, metals from the earth. So that's cool. So well, are we just going to cut all the trees down though? I don't I know. I that's, didn't get that. That's part. my Well, no. So actually, I don't I don't know about the future, but right mm -hmm. now the venture capital firm that partnered with them, they already use trees in production. And so it, this company would use a lot of the byproduct. Oh, that's good. Of so what their Susano Ventures is the venture capital yeah, firm. Yeah, Susano. Yeah. So it's it's a byproduct that they're using, which is cool. I think I want to give this one that's like an cool. eight. Yeah, that is cool. I like that. All right. I'll give this a seven. Did I just sway Ari on batteries? I think you did. I will say <laughs> this. That. Either our intelligence levels all or our reading comprehension levels all about <laughs> the same place because I too had a trouble with that article or the authors <laughs> of that article had trouble presenting their data maybe they didn't want to give let's anything go away with that. let's go with that next headline okay to be fair I, I don't know if i felt good about this but we do talk a lot about accountability so i, I appreciate that someone's being held accountable for something horrible but here's the headline convicted fraudster elizabeth holmes member of theranos the former founder and ceos must report to prison judge rules oh, good Ooh, uh, Jess, Jesse knows what she thinks about that. Yeah, it's a 10. Why? I mean, you got a couple babies. I feel sad for them. Oh, but like, I, I, Jesse, I hate that. I, 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 uh, I hate that she just suddenly... <laughs> was she thinking that this would keep her out of prison or reduce yes, her sentence? she's crazy. Why yes, suddenly yes. have babies yes. during this whole trial and conviction period? And I actually didn't know that she had a partner and i'm freaking confused about him like what's going on there but no anyways idea. yeah I, good go to jail you deserve it scam artist i hate jail cool. it's a 10 for me i also with you hari i think i hate jail too what do you uh, think hari uh, yeah, but her jails get she says she, it says she's gonna get to see her kids like country four club hours on sure, the weekends sure. so she'll be fine it'll um, be minimum security no doubt I do think she was trying to pop out babies as a get out of jail free card. And I'm glad that didn't work. Although that's really sad. It is sad for the babies. <laughs> or maybe it's good um, for the babies to be to stay away from to her. To be away from her? Yeah, yeah, it could be. I don't know. She's in jail because she was f 
found guilty of committing like defrauding investors but not mm-hmm. defrauding people. customers it's almost it's and so, it's only 11 years like i feel like it should be more than that it just the whole thing pisses me off i'm gonna give this a five whatever oh <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't really understand the five but it's your right <laughs> to give it a five Next headline, 300 biotech and pharma CEOs, including the head of Pfizer, call for a reversal of the abortion pill ban. I want to know how much money they're spending. I know. It's true. Look, it's true. It's not completely an altruistic act, but still it's an an act I think that a lot of us are happy about. No? No. What do you mean? I want to know if they're actually spending their lobbying dollars on abortion. Well- because I do don't mean? think they are spending Ari, it on what I think they might be because they do feel passionate about it. But you're right about it not being totally altruistic because there was a quote in there that talked about it starts with this pill and they're going to go after other medication, too. So they're not doing it solely mm-hmm. because they're pro you know, wanting to put. Yeah. Put women's wom- women, rights. Yeah. Yeah. Center women. But. I think you're right. I mean, I think they're worried about. Fu- I would guarantee that they're putting money towards it because they're worried about the future. I yeah. I would be very surprised. Pharmaceutical companies and like healthcare companies, they are the largest lobbying industry. Mm-hmm. They spend the most. They outspend the next industry by like a hundred million dollars. They right? want like those they s- pills approved. Yeah, but I don't think they're spending any money on this. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think you're right, Jesse. This is more about the the future lunacy of the Christian right, right? Coming after so many more drugs that the FDA has already right. approved. So, yeah, I don't care why. Like, do it, please. Go harder. So, I'm okay. gonna give this an eight. Oh, Jesse, spend all your money, lobby all the yeah. people, get <laughs> spend all your profits. I, I was what? gonna, I was gonna give this an eight too because I like while I like it, it's not totally altruistic, so it doesn't get a ten. And one more headline before we take a break and throw it to our sponsor, S-Gage. Here's the headline. The EPA announces rules curbing cancer-causing pollution from chemical plants. The agency claims the proposed rules will result in a 96% reduction in the population facing cancer risk from 200 polluters. 96%. I cannot believe it took them so long, but that's the headline. Didn't they just say that like the EPA basically has no power to do anything? That's what the Republicans are attempting and trying. A lot of these things will probably go up to the the now lunatic Supreme Court and they might get uh, shot down. I don't know. I wanted to. Yeah. So I, I actually pointed that out. I wanted to give this. I want to give it a, a 10, but it's going to get an eight for me because it the article does go on to say that now it faces all of this headwinds yeah like the epa has made the decision but there's a long road before it's going to be finalized and could take effect well i'm mad at them i wonder what they've known about these chemicals for years who's they who's they the epa yeah the way too long bureaucrats and scientists over there why would the epa wait on this though why i don't know right Okay. Well, because they don't have because they're going to face uh, lobbyists and they don't have people's best interest in mind. Not right. enough so that it outweighs their the money. <laughs> I give us a three. Oh, Ooh. 
Ari's in a mood today. You know, I waited for 50 yeah, minutes is. to watch Ari and Jesse set up the studio <laughs> the way they needed to. Ari was propping up pillows, getting comfortable. So I thought this meant that everyone was going to be in a stellar mood. I am hey, in a stellar I, mood. I'm ranging Jesse's high good. Jesse's good. for what I normally give. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we have a word from our sponsor, the great Paul Hodgson from S-Gage. He's here to talk about ethnic diversity among new directors. Take it away, Paul. Hello, S-Gage Statistic of the Week finally returns. And to follow on from our last uh, foray uh, in gender diversity and new directors, we're looking at ethnic diversity amongst new directors as well. Now, like, last, uh, like the last set of statistics we looked at for uh, women directors, we do have some uh, statistics for 2023, but it's based on a very small number of proxies that have been filed since January this year. So it's not really uh, very indicative of um, the current trends. So I'm just gonna look at the trends from 2018 to 2022. And what we've seen is a steady decrease in the number of white Caucasian directors being elected to boards during that period from almost uh, four fifths in 2018 down to 57.4% in 2022, so less than three-fifths. And the increases in uh, other kinds of ethnicities, and we're looking at uh, directors whose ethnicity has actually been disclosed in the proxy filing. We're not making any guessworks based on their LinkedIn profiles or anything else, any other evidence that might be given of their ethnic or racial diversity. Probably the largest increase has been in the number of, or the proportion rather, of, of African-American directors from 8.5% of all new directors in 2018 up to over a quarter, 25.2% in 2022. You know, that's dropped back a little in 2023, but as I say, that's based on a very small number of proxies that have been filed this year. So we're not taking that as a, uh, an indication that um, hiring practices are slowing down in that area. Less predictable or less consistent have been increases in the number of Latinx or Hispanic directors um, or Asian, Hawaiian or Pacific Islander directors. Uh, there's been a kind of jumpstart, fallback movement for both of those uh, ethnicities in terms of directors. It rose from 3.5% to 7.8% in 2021 for uh, Latinx or Hispanic directors, but then it fell back in 2022 to 7.1%. And it's climbed again in 2023. But again, as I say, those are based on a very small number of uh, proxy filings since the beginning of the year. Similarly, for Asian, uh, Hawaiian or Pacific Islander directors, again, it's a general increase from 7.1% in 2018 to 10.1% in 2022. Uh, but the proportions fell in 2019 rose again in 2020, fell again in 2021, and then rose to that 10.1% figure in 2022. So again, an inconsistent uh, level of increase over the period that we're looking at here. So while we're looking at a, a growing diversity among new directors on boards, obviously the existing directors on boards remain predominantly uh, white Caucasian. So while we're making inroads in terms of diversity, in terms of new directors being hired, the vast majority of directors continue to be white and Caucasian. So this is SKH Statistic of the Week, Paul Hodgson signing off, and hopefully I will see you next week. Bye-bye. 
Thank you, Paul Hodgson. Thank you for educating us. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, that was Paul. awesome. See, there we go. Let's get back to the good game. April 12th, 2023. The next headline. I, I want to hear them crap on this one. A record 10 million tune in for NCAA Women's Basketball Final. Come on. No, I love this. This is a 10 for me. Cool. Go women. Uh, <laughs> why would there be wrong with this? Well, I don't know, because you guys have, you know, Ari, you've kind of crapped on everything today. Usually you have <laughs> Weren't there le- was, a wasn't lot of there tens. less than normal viewership for the men's? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> According yeah. to you two, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't well, heard that I elsewhere. I love this. This is great. <laughs> it's a 10. Jesse, not only that. It was that, a good game. I was on uh, HBO Max yesterday, the app, HBO Max. I was yep. going to watch, what was I going to watch? Something. Who cares? <laughs> and But right there at the top, there was a banner Women's soccer, U.S. versus Ireland. They're, they're, HBO Max is showing it live. I watched that instead. So oh, thank, cool. thank you, For HBO you. Max. I wouldn't have known about it, so it was exciting. Promoting it. We're in a, co- a completely new era. It's, I think it's very exciting here. Yeah, I give this a 10, too. All right. So, okay. Wow. Fi- finally a 10 a from 10 Ari. Out of her. Moving on. Major chemical company changes tune on asbestos no longer opposes epa ban this is olin corporation one of the few u.s manufacturers still using asbestos i had no idea why do we care that they no longer oppose this ban (laughs) well i'm giving this one a six because like good (laughs) it's about friggin time but they also want seven years to phase it out so it's like really you're already like way late to this game come on yeah, this is what Matt would call this reversing stupidity. Oh, this is really right. reversing cruelty. I don't understand why they're still... I give this a zero yeah. because I yeah. don't care about their feelings. Interesting. Dang. I was actually... I was thinking about the stakeholders. I was thinking about the people who work there, about the people in the community, about the people who have to buy the product. Well, so. that's why I wanted to give it above a five because, like, ultimately it's good. Like, they ultimately. need it. Because, of course, they had one sad story in the article about a man who works there and his sister worked there as well. And she passed away from lung cancer, never smoked, Ugh. thinks maybe it could be from being exposed. So well, it's got to be, you got to give it a n- score, Ari. Come no, on. The headline doesn't say major chemical company stops killing its own workers. It says major <laughs> chemical That's company. That's the implication. It's going to be a That's side That's the implication. Effect. I don't care safer. they change their tune. In seven years, it'll be safer for their employees. Jesse, no you're not allowed to lobby. Poses. You're not allowed to lobby Ari to raise her vote. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Z- I just thought a zero was harsh for that. It is harsh. Ultimately, it's good. She didn't clearly read the anecdotal story <laughs> in the article. No, I think she's channeling Matt. Matt's usually our pessimist. I think Ari's taking right, over the new All right, this next one's my fave. Let's get to it. Here's the headline, as bizarre and simplistic as it's about <laughs> to sound. This company is turning chopsticks into fut- furniture. Into fr- Ten. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry I mangled that. It's an absolute 10, and we went on and looked at their stuff, and there's a cribbage board on there that I want to put on my wedding registry. Okay, so do it. it. We want to buy all their stuff. What if the headline... And this is so cool, because how wasteful are chopsticks? Jesse, what if the headline were reversed? This company is turning furniture into chopsticks. (laughs) Upset about that, You wouldn't feel as good about that? (laughs) Can I just tell you? Unless it was... Yeah, I mean, I guess if it was furniture that was being thrown out... 
North America imports 40 to 50 billion pairs of chopsticks a year, mostly from uh, made in China. 40 to 50 billion. The article also mentioned that they're used for under an hour during the meal. Of course. Of course. Wow. How disposable. Wow. We actually reuse ours and we're super French press nerds. We have a, we make French press coffee. We use the old chopsticks to stir the coffee because you're not supposed to put. Oh, so your coffee tastes like soy sauce? No, because you're not supposed (laughs) to put metal in a French press carafe because the glass is delicate. Yeah, oh. yeah but I'm worried about Don't the cross contamination of your. What's wrong with flavors. reuse? No, I clean the chopsticks. How you dare you? Okay, okay, you lick okay. it off. It's, it's wood. It absorbs. Soy sauce is absorbed. Anyway, Jesse, so I love this one. It's a 10. Yeah. This is a 10 for me, too. This is great. Uh, not to mention, Jesse, not everything I eat with chopsticks is there soy sauce in the bowl. I don't just <laughs> eat Japanese food that, that I dip my nori roll into soy sauce. Okay, Both giving enough. it a 10. Moving on. L'Oreal, the makeup company, rolls out product impact labels in Canada. This was first, wow. la- first launched in France in 2020, then in the U.S. in 2022. This is a labeling system that examines 14 planetary impact factors, ranging from greenhouse gas emissions, water scarcity, packaging disposal wow. blah blah yeah oh all right you're excited do they do they disclose all their like how they count and stuff or is this like a coca-cola thing where they're like we're gonna put more water back than we sell to you and then they only count the I, liquid in the bottles i will say this i've seen these this packages i love the i love the idea i love the concept i think everyone should do it 10 my only issue is that there is a there's a lot of noise involved with this, right? Because it does get a little bit overwhelming, I think, to the consumer. You just see a grade, and how do you interpret that? So if you're choosing between a B and a C, how does the how is a consumer supposed to interpret that at the moment, right? Like well, I think right if at the, the cash consumer register. cares. No, I think if the consumer cares, they're gonna have to like pause, go home, do some research, go back. But also, why wouldn't you choose the B? <laughs> You you would well. What if the C is eight dollars cheaper? And, and not to I mention that, not to mention that there's a competitor product right there that doesn't have any labeling, and which doesn't I, mean that they're impacting the environment in a in a more caustic way. Maybe that uh, maybe the competitor actually does a better job, but we don't know. Yeah, well, but I would want to know. Flaunt it. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right, all Ari. All the competitors, if you're doing better than L'Oreal, you gotta flaunt it. I don't get me wrong. I think this standard. is amazing. Exactly. Yeah. I think this should be regulated to be standard. But so don't get me wrong. I do love this overall i want to go to target and buy a box of pens go. because i hate makeup buy a box of pens go. and have the box tell me what mm-hmm. the impact is on the planet i agree I, I, as, as jesse just said i think any regulated public corporation should do this with all their products i'll oh, give this an eight worst case scenario it just creates a ton more jobs for people to research this data and Put it on True. packaging, right? That's the worst case True. scenario. All right. Jesse, a 10, Ari. Eight. Eight. A new bill will try to finally fix television commercials that are way, way louder than the programming. Finally. Why do we need a bill for this, though? <laughs> yeah. Why I do, just why, don't care. Why do we care I about this? TV commercials. Why do we care about this? Because it's so annoying when the when your TV just starts screaming I suppose, at you. But there's so much annoying about the world, Laurie. Why, why is this important? 
Well, I am specially sensitive to oh. auditory okay. stimulation. Fair so, so I you like really this. dislike that. Yeah. Is it the 10 yeah, for you, Ari? I, this is a 10. It's a 5 for me. I uh, don't Jesse care doesn't care. No. But Jesse, I've been in your living room, believe it or not. I know this is going to be a shock to our audience. I've been in your living room. Your TV is pretty close to the couch. It is. I know. So maybe you should appreciate this. I don't listen. We stream. I don't have t- I don't have cable. This, so I this don't is have also for streaming networks that hold that have commercials. Well, I stick to the ones we have logins <laughs> for. Two more headlines. The good game. April 12th, 2023. Starbucks investors vote in favor of a worker rights assessment. Shareholders asked the company to do a third party assessment of how it treats its labor force. Of course, the company recommended a vote against, but shareholders voted to pass it. Unfortunately, this is a non-binding proposal. Starbucks does not technically have to do this, which is completely idiotic and insipid. I wonder, will they, won't they? <laughs> will they, won't they? They won't. That's they my won't. <laughs> but um, I love that the pressure is mounting, though. It mm-hmm. was getting, I was going to give this a 10, but then I didn't read that clearly. I didn't read about how they didn't have to actually follow well, through that is one way of writing the headlines to, to do your due diligence and find every nook and cranny but still the shareholders did a good thing no nine they, okay yeah absolutely i'll take a I, nine i give this an eight all right good wow ari's really going hard on these uh actually ari's been a little bit more upbeat since the break i think paul hudson <laughs> from sgh cheered her up our last headline for the show weight watchers surges I, I think they're talking about the share price on obesity drug related deal weight watchers acquired a company largely dedicated to helping patients get weight loss drugs like ozempic i give this one a freaking zero this depresses me i hate how giving people a drug for weight loss just totally ignores root cause of habits, patterns, behaviors around the weight loss in the first place. Like you're just making them reliant on a weight loss drug and people are excited about this. This is scary and I hate it. Weight Watchers shareholders are excited about this. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. But like, come on now. I'm just people mad at myself. Profits. Be- I'm mad at myself because this totally killed the average score, throwing in this one at the end. Ari, what do you think? Yeah, I don't like this at all. I hate Weight Watchers as a concept, as a company, everything they do. So Really? Yep. I don't actually have a problem with Weight Watchers because I think what they really ask their clients to do is just eat well-proportioned meals, no? To watch their daily caloric intake. Is that not the heart of Weight Watchers? It still seems like a diet. Not like a lifestyle it, yeah, change. Yeah, it doesn't diet. feel like and a they, lifestyle change. Okay, so all, oh, I, all I know, okay, my, I point, of my point of reference are the commercials that come on a little too loud. I haven't seen those. <laughs> yeah. They just focus on the hundreds of pounds. I haven't seen those. Okay. A single person has lost. And it's just. There's also like a shocking amount of younger people that will start. Like I had a friend who told me she started Weight Watchers at like eight. And I'm like, really? Right. They like allow I don't know. I'm conflicted about that. So were you thinking she should start at seven? Was that what your problem was? (laughs) No, I was thinking they shouldn't offer services to prepubescent children. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I get it if a child's overweight and they need help. But I think a nutritionist 
probably a better avenue to go than Weight Watchers. Yeah, see, I don't, again, I don't mind the concept of Weight Watchers because I think where Americans especially suffer is that we don't understand what the size of a meal should look like. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of other cultures seem to understand that. And I think Weight Watchers is educational in that way. But the obesity drug makes me feel like, could this have the opposite effect on our population? Are are people's diets about to get worse because they know that there'll be a drug that can... That's my yeah, fear here just, is that this is going to go the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, the reliance on it too is scary. Like, let's just get outside more and oh, walk stop around. It. It's going to be 90 our, degrees. It's too hot to go outside. And increase our activity levels. Come this on. Is, this is terrible. Give us a zero. I already walked oh, five miles. Oh, you got Jesse. a double goose egg on uh, this one. Why did I do man? it to myself? <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the good game. April 12, 2023. 2023. Here are the scores. So Ari, which roll, which please. bamboo furniture are you gonna buy? Oh, I really need the side chopstick table. furniture. Yeah, those were cool. Jesse comes in at a still a very optimistic, very happy eight. Wow, it's weather for Jesse. Look think. at me go. Although that last one dropped you from an eight to a seven point five, but I round up as everybody knows. <laughs> Jesse, are you are you typically this much of an optimist? No, idealist. No way. I usually have more under the five range, but. Uh, I have to be honest. I've known Ari longer. I've worked with Ari longer. I feel like I understand Ari's emotional <laughs> patterns and <laughs> moods and behaviors. I really, I really do feel like I have a good understanding of Ari. Jesse is a bit. You're a bit more mysterious. I, cool. Sometimes you seem exceedingly pessimistic and cynical, but sometimes <laughs> you seem overly optimistic and idealistic. And I don't know who the real Jesse is. Sometimes. Wow, love that. Keeping you on your mystery. Toes. <laughs> Ari comes in at a six. Wow. Ari, Ari, this is your lowest score by far, Ari. Ari just cannot be bothered today. Are you having kind of a sick day, Ari? Is that it? Are you having a bad day? No, I was having a wonderful day. No, she came in chipper. She's wearing a sundress. It's great. I'm looking back at the scores. This is definitely one of Ari's lowest days. But that's it. That's the good game. All right. Loved that. One of you get us out of here. That's the good game with Ari the Data <laughs> Queen and Dayman Rollis. See you tomorrow. See you Friday. Friday. Let's take tomorrow for off. For our Friday wrap. We're taking tomorrow off because it's somebody's birthday. It is somebody's birthday. Yes. And that person does not want to pre-produce, host, we won't edit mention the a show. No. We'll keep yeah, that a care. secret. We'll keep it uh, mysterious. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, Paul. <laughs>